welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marco, with my lovely, lovely, lovely co-host who shoot me daggers for eyeballs at the moment. Jessica. Yeah, that's you. It's <laughs> a lot of lovelies. <laughs> it's been a long day, so I'm like latching on to all the lovely and wonderful parts of the day, which is you. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. How's it going? It's uh, it's going. This I've was... barely seen you today. I've barely seen you all week. That well, that true. That too. <laughs> it's been oh my god, it's been such a week. It's been such a week. It's been such a day. I've been pretty much in the rink almost all day. Burr. No, actually, I was not cold. Lies. Okay, the one time I was cold was uh, during learn to play, mm-hmm. and myself and two other coaches were running a drill on one end. Mm-hmm. We were playing dodgeball with the kids who were learning how to play hockey, which meant we that we as coaches had to take our gloves off to throw balls. Don't make faces. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's late. I know this is we're having adult beverages at the time, but don't make fun of us like okay. playing with our balls. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were throwing like Nerf t- style balls at the kids and they were having dodge work on their skating skills and stuff. But you know what I realized is my hands were cold without my hockey gloves on. Could have put on mittens. You know, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the rest of the time I was fine. Even when I was coaching on the bench. There's plenty to be heated about. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a grapefruit-flavored masagave by Founders. Ooh. Yeah. How is it? It's delicious. And we did this part of our uh, one of our tasting flights at some point. We did. We one did. of our taking flight episodes. Yeah. We had a whole bunch of different like seltzers. And this I think was... we did a masagave flight. I think we did, too. Where we tried all of them. There's a lime and a strawberry and a grapefruit. And then there's one other one that I can't remember. Um, well, there's only... I think there's only three. Oh, is there the, only three? Well, there's only three in that pack we got. Oh. It was well, a variety okay. pack. Anyways, um, it's all three were great. This is just what we happened to have. So I grabbed it and I'm drinking it because I didn't want anything too strong tonight. <laughs> in I contrast have... to my side of the table. Yeah. What are you having over there? I uh, am having a Knob Creek uh, Kentucky Street Bourbon. Mm-hmm. This is a nine-year-old. This is a hundred proof. Mm-hmm. This is not the first one I've had tonight. <laughs> it has been quite the so, day. And, how was the hockey today? Oh, my God. Um, it just got progressively worse and <laughs> more frustrating. Awesome. So it was just like, came home after the last one. It's like, oh, time for a drink. You know what? And the worst part of the day was navigating the elderly at the grocery store. The elderly at the grocery store. <laughs> if Did there's they a not point, understand the arrows. Oh my! They don't understand the arrows. <laughs> which, oh, come on, people. There's arrows. Is we've done a year of Corona crap. A year today. You know they've been saying that all week because no, a, it's the thirteenth. That's when we picked up our kids from school for for that. Yes, but like they're like it's a year to the day of like well you know we progressively moved into it. So I guess we've progressively been going with it's been a year to the day. Oh, all right, whatever. Um, yes, but like there's a point where people take away the driver's license from their parents. At some point, <laughs> there's got to be a point where you say okay, you take away the shopping cart from their parents. Oh dear. It was it was rough. Um, yeah. But before we get into that, uh, cheers, sweetie. Cheers! 
So tell us, how'd the hockey go? The hockey went. We did that hockey. You did? As they say in hockey, we did that <laughs> did hockey. hockey. <laughs> Started off the morning bright and early with the weekend one of the uh, Mike tournament. Mites are eight and under. Mm-hmm. And my little team going out there, and we, this was the round robin part of the uh, tournament in our pool. We played the first two games, and there's there's three teams in our pool. We had uh, two games and then a bye. And both of those games, we actually had both of those games, we led at some point in the game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes as much as by three goals. We managed to impressive. lose both games. Oh, that's even more <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Aww. And it was, uh, yeah. And like the usual kids did the usual behaviors. And yeah, it was just like, oh my God. Um, at one point the, the rink owner came out to give them the fire up the kids. Like you guys are just playing awful. You got to <laughs> skate. Like I'm thinking to myself, I'm glad you're out here saying the exact same thing I've been saying only <laughs> in different terms. <laughs> Cause I'm thinking to myself like, Oh my God, come on. You can't just glide. And they're like, I'm like you got to skate. And then like, I've got eight year olds who of course know everything about everything. Cause they're eight telling me. I am skating. I am moving my feet. I'm like, no, just because you're gliding on the ice doesn't mean you're moving your feet. So uh, we lost both games. We we scored a whole ton of goals. And I was looking at the uh, the standings afterwards and the score sheets from everybody and because I had to update them because I organized the tournament. We we were scored a ton, but we just fell apart in both games. So uh, everybody advances to the bracket part of the tournament. That's great next weekend. And okay. uh, we'll be uh, we'll be playing uh, from the bottom. Well. <laughs> and I got a text tonight from one of the parents. And he's like, would it be okay if I bought a, uh, because we play at the garden. Mm-hmm. If it would be okay if I bought a garden gnome to be the trophy for the <laughs> tournament. <laughs> like, I think it's awesome. I don't that have a problem with it. Amazing. Check with the rink owner so he's not offended. I because think. I also think that the team's mascots should be the garden gnomes and not the garden wolves. But I keep losing that that battle. Um, I think he should do it. Look, if we could get some great artwork of a garden gnome playing hockey that looked kind of badass, uh, he'd probably go for it. But no one's been able to come up with that yet. Whereas we have a pretty sweet looking wolf. So. I mean, you just need to paint I, that parent texted on a note texted the rink owner, and apparently he, you know, he texted me back. He's like, he said yes, so he clicked yes. So we have <laughs> a garden gnome, which will be the trophy for the U8s, for the U10s. We have a uh, an actual cup trophy that was donated several years ago. Uh, the U12s, we don't have anything yet, and the U14s, we don't have anything yet. Uh, we'll have to get something for them. Nice in time. I hope they also get gnomes. Well, and then Mr. Rink owner can put up a glass showcase <laughs> and display all of the right now. Trophies. They're all on his desk, well, nobody like can on the see top shelf. Desk. No. And that's where also where we keep the adult trophies when they're not in use. I think he's got lots of wall space in there. He they can put a shelf. trophy case, shadow box. Yep. Maybe Mrs. Rink owner will do some interior design work. Maybe. Maybe. Or Maybe. let a fire fire under her uh, husband's ass. Yeah. Yeah. Got to display those gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, after we finished uh, Mike time, it was learn to play time, and um, I was asked, "Hey, is uh, kid number three sticking around?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, he has no way home. He can't drive. He's eight, <laughs> so." And I'm helping coach. 
will he go play goalie? Because the learn to play kids aren't working on goalie. They're working on skating and handling a puck at the same time without falling on their face. And some have mastered it more than others. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, he'll play. And the rink owner's son was out there, who's also the, the lead coach. His son played goalie, and it went it went great. Um, we were out coaching, and then uh, they had some cross-eyed scrimmages at the end. And there's some older kids that are learning to play. And I have this one kid that he always complains. He's out there yelling at me, how come, how come the, we only had one goalie out here for the first shift? I'm like, because we were getting organized, and we and like I had noticed that uh, our kid was playing in the in the center ice game, neutral zone, and on the other end we had the other goalie play. And I'm like, hey, why don't we put both goalies on the same sheet of, you know, mini sheet of ice? Mm-hmm. And so we did that. But this kid who really should be up playing with our kid number one, but he got a late start, and that's fine because like all these kids. None of these kids are that we're working with are, are going pro. They're future beer leaguers. They're going to be in the leagues that I'm the commissioner of. Nice. Uh, anyway, he uh, he was just wouldn't let it go. Like, wow, this is unfair. This is, you know, like he's going to lodge a protest to the powers that be and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? Would it make you feel better if I just pulled the goalie? Boy, that guy, <laughs> that kid shut up quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So then after that, uh, we came home while uh, uh, Coach Rink owner, save it his name, uh, went and uh, he did. He had to go coach, uh, learn to skate. We came home. Uh, I was texting back and forth with my other coach. Fellow coaches on uh, Kid 2's game coming up in the lineup for that. Kid 1's game coming up. And then we had went back to the ring for Kid 1's game. And they played a team from Hammond, Indiana. And um, wow, that was interesting. How'd that go? That was a disaster. Awesome. Yeah. Uh it was uh it was all sorts of things. Like we start the game and I got the kids, I'm coaching defense, the other coach is coaching the offense, and uh, you know, we this is the last real game of the season. We gave our good Newt Rockney style speeches in the in the locker room. We thought we got the kids fired up. We get out there. The defensive kids were like more worried about how old are all the kids on the other side because based on their height. And of course, they're all like, that one's 16 and that one's 17. I'm like, I don't care about their roster. Why don't you guys just play your position? <laughs> it was just a disaster. Like, everyone forgot how to play hockey. They look like a bunch of learn to players, cloud hockey, chasing the puck. No one was playing their position. Uh, instead of passing to their teammates, and it was, we're wearing black jerseys, the other team's wearing mostly white they don't even have like stripes on their jerseys so like they are white 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 jerseys they're like oh i'm all alone and uh, i'm the lead kid all my teammates are behind me and i'll pass ahead of me not shoot pass well to nobody to the other team so to nobody so a turnover and it's like oh my god <laughs> and, and again they're like there's so i can't even count how many Three on none and four on none breakouts that the other team got uh, on our goalie, which is our kid. Um, well, that was painful to watch. She was having a rough time. Um, there was uh, there's kids on our team just giving her dirty looks. It's like, dude, we can't break out of the zone. You're a winger. Why are you standing behind our net, falling on top of our defenseman? Mm. You're supposed to be up at the hash marks by the circle so you can get an outlet pass. It was, uh, 
we got a kid that we moved to center who also did that. He went behind the net. One of one of our defensemen was playing the puck, trying to like quarterback the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And our center went behind the net and ran over our defenseman trying to steal the puck from her. That's dumb. And he was one who couldn't even bring himself to congratulate or you know give a tap on the head to our kid playing goalie, which is just like I, and I don't care if it was our kid or the other goalie. Right. Tap the goalie on the head because you guys hung her out the dry. Or and if it had been the other goalie, hung him out the dry. Um so that was that was difficult. And like at one point the the rink owner came over and was lighting up trying to light a fire under their asses. Uh, not that the other coach and I were not trying our hardest to get these kids excited and pumped up. Uh the defensemen got their act together a few of the other forwards got their act together but it was just like oh my god like when you're watching the wingers who are just like staring at the point uh the defenseman on the other team on when they're right they've got the puck dancing around with it like go go take it from them don't watch them mm-hmm. or if they get the puck in the neutral zone don't just stand there in a the neutral zone watching them go and put on a scoring clinic, scoring clinic. oh my god <laughs> So frustrating. I did get the uh, I did get the uh, defenseman to stop arguing with me about how old the other kids were because well, they that's weren't. Good. We have. I mean, it's a we have a young group of peewees uh, for U twelve, and uh, they are shall we say vertically challenged for their age group. They are a short bunch of kids. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not questioning the other team's ages. Uh, they were the kids were uh, honestly. I'm like, yeah, they they look like they could be twelve. I mean, even they had a couple that were like, all right, they're 12, tall 12-year-olds. It's sometimes not, kids are tall. Sometimes they're tall. Get over it. Uh, but it, it was long. It was frustrating. And then we had parents coming in at the end. And like, I had one parent pounding on the glass next to me because we had glass next to the bench. Like, you only got four on the ice. And like, I got it. I know. You only have four on the ice. I know. Finally, I just point up at the scoreboard. We have a penalty. We got one guy in the box. <laughs> yeah, I know we have four in the box, four in the ice. That's what we're supposed to have. Let me coach. Ugh, it was it was frustrating. It was a it was a frustrating day at the rink. And on top of it, we got like coaches from the U14 visiting team pounding on the glass and trying to pop out on our bench because they think we need the help. We got this. We know our kids aren't performing right now. We got it. Get off our bench. We got the referee coming over going, well, you guys can't do a breakout. No, we've been working on it all season and they aren't doing it today. So what's a breakout? It's when uh, you got the puck in your end and you get control of it down by your goalie and you want to get out of your zone. Oh, kind of hard to do it when your wingers are way down below the goal line and like the defensemen are looking, who do I pass to? And it's like, oh, crap, everybody's below the circles. Nice. Yeah, it's not going to work. So next weekend, that was the last real game. The next weekend for the U-12s are the, is the three-on-three cross-ice parent and kid tournament. Mm-hmm. I'd see several parents going, parents are going to beat your asses. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm organizing this thing. It is not an all-parent <laughs> oh team God. versus three kid-only teams because I don't want to end the season with... The a parents, bunch of people crying. The parents kicking the kids' asses. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would totally happen the way one of the things went today. Uh, no, I'm going to intersperse the parents across the kids' teams. So there's going to be a parent on every team. And yeah, we'll make it, we'll make it work. 
Uh, I'm very excited to have you out there. No. Looking forward to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. It's ha- totally happening. No. Oh, uh, yeah. No. We're going to podcast about it, too. Great. Yeah. You'd be cute. I don't want to be cute. I want to be warm. You will be warm. You'll have gloves on and a helmet. It's like a hat. And pads. Yeah. You'd be totally badass and warm. I won't be warm. Yeah, I can't. Trust me. You'll be warm. Have you ever been out on the ice and pads? No. No, you'll be warm. I won't. Yeah. I get cold very easily. Cool. We'll put on extra pads. You got all my old pads to choose from. Okay. Anyways. Everything from my night, my brother's 1980s Jaffas, which I'm not going to wear that. That's that a hard splintery. Th- those are hard molded plastic for the shoulders, and they're just basically this cottony crap in the middle. That thing probably to my ones to from college. No, they actually. Yeah. I don't believe you at all. They haven't been worn since the 90s. And then there's the ones I've had in college that look like giant football pads, and you'll like look like scare the crap out of them because you'd be big and yeah. Or I've got my ones that have the extra padding down the sternum in case you get hit in the chest. That's just the chest pads. We got pads for you. You know, I don't make you go to photo shoots and assist. Wrong. You have. I've been there. I've held, no. I've held the big gold screen. For your cross-country team. <laughs> and our children. They don't count. <laughs> they are photo shoots. Been there, done that. Held the stuff. Yeah. You love me. So it was a day. Now, tomorrow, we got some more hockey. Kid 2 has a game against a team from uh, South Bend, so that'll be fun. It's the suit game, and we'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I'll put up pictures later, but we have an annual suit game. Yep. His uh, his head coach and me is the world's greatest ass coach, mm-hmm. assistant coach. Uh, I got the, the cup to prove it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll be we'll be debuting a new set of suits. It'll be awesome. It'll be done and over with by the time this podcast uh, posts. So yep. it'll be fun. Uh, kid one gets a little redemption after getting uh, just hung out to dry by her team. Uh, she'll be playing the adults in the beginner adult league, and then I've got a semifinal game. Awesome! So it's another full day of hockey, and mm. yay! But we're heading into the last week of winter hockey. Yeah, and then we go to the short break, and then we're into spring hockey. Yay! Mm-hmm. Stop, Blinky. The children do actually love it. How was your week? It was uh, it was long, and at one point, I got a bite. So now I have a lovely green bruise on my wrist. You have a biter on your case list? Yeah, sometimes. But, sometimes. you know, everybody bites sometimes. <laughs> That is true. It should be to an some REM song. Everybody bites. Sometimes. 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 That does sound like an REM song. <laughs> they can Where's come, Michael Sape when you need him? Come out of retirement and make that song. <laughs> We're Weird Al. Where's he? <laughs> He's probably doing, I don't know, what is Weird Al doing these days? I don't know. Is he still making songs? Uh, is he still getting his hair permed? I don't know. Well, he straightened it for a while and then he went back to the perm. Weird. Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, my week was, it was full of uh, the things I do at work and full of reports. I had a lot of reports this week, so that was. I mean, yeah, you told me you had a ton of insurance reports coming up, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yay. Yay, paperwork. It's okay. But I got to hang out with my team, and they were pretty awesome, and it makes work lots of fun. 
So look, you were in person. No COVID shutdowns like we had way back no in December co- mm-hmm. in what was it October where it was like you know. Oh no! Everyone's got to like go home and go remote. You guys are are still functioning and providing services, and that's good because the I mean consistency is key for the kids. Exactly. Yeah, it is, and we haven't had any COVID outbreaks since December, so that's been really nice. And on top of it, I saw the lovely post from news reports that beginning of April, the COVID vaccine will be available to everyone sixteen and over in the state of Michigan. Yay! I'm pumped. I mean, I know you've had both your shots, but yeah. I'm still waiting on mine. I've got actually people going, have you gotten your vaccine yet? I'm like, no. Are you going to? Yeah, when I'm eligible. Do you think if you had still been coaching at the other school that you would have been able to get yours? Probably not because... Uh, um, the coaches weren't included in that? No, because they didn't... I mean, that school never really valued coaches. Like They even had Christmas parties where they would invite all staff and coaches were not included unless you were a spouse of a staff member. Huh. Yeah. Well, okay then. So we were, we were, we weren't, I mean, nothing against um, support staff and facility staff and everything. But when every employee on the payroll is invited except for a coach, unless they are the spouse of a teacher or some other support staff, it's like, uh, we work with these kids too. But whatever. Never felt valued as a, a full-fledged member of that f- staff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. That's a little cringeworthy, isn't it? I mean, I'm just telling it the is, truth. I, I never did yeah, feel like like, right. like people were going, like, why'd you blow off the Christmas party? I'm like, because I wasn't invited. Yeah. Hmm. Ever. Well, okay then. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's move on to something less cringeworthy. Let's do that. Yes. Yes. Hey, Kid number two is doing a job this weekend. He's getting paid this weekend. He is. Tell us about his job. Your parents decided to go on a trip up north, and they recently got goldfish, and so they asked if kid number two would babysit the goldfish. And he said yes, because he loves the fish, and they brought the tank over to our house. So now we have a tank of goldfish hanging out in kid number two and three's bedroom. On their desk. They has to feed twice a day, mm-hmm. and he's terrified they will die before Grandma and Grandpa I get back. I am terrified at the end of the weekend. that they will die before your parents get back. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, like, let's go down the street to Myers and buy another one, <laughs> or four. You know, <laughs> however many die. No, none of them have died as of today. None of them have died. So that's good. At least as of last time we looked it in the tank. It was pretty funny though, because this morning he woke up and he was like, "Mom." The fish were making noise last night. And I was like, what do you mean the fish were making noise? Because they're fish. There's not even like an air blower thing on the tank. It's just a bowl. Um, and he goes. Well, let's be fair. They're they're essentially feeder fish too. Oh, yeah. They're the 10 cent fish from Myers. Um, and so I, I was just like, what do, you, what do you mean the fish were making noise? And he goes, they were playing with the pebbles. And all I could hear was clink, clink, clink of the pebbles hitting each other as the fish like played with them. As long as it's not the flap, flap, flap of the fish who's ju- jumped out of the bowl <laughs> and is flapping around and gasping for air on the yeah. desk. No, but he he's taking his job so seriously. And he's... I mean, I love that. I do too. Um, But he stayed up in his room for he's most of the He's setting alarms on his phone know. for when he has to feed the fish, which I also love. Yeah, but he also like stayed up in his room for the majority of the day today so that he could watch the fish to make sure they're okay. And I'm like, bud, it's Saturday. 
it's really nice out. Maybe they're you want to go do something else. The fish are going to be fine if you're not staring at them. And he's like, no. I'm have pretty to make sure, sure Grandma okay. and Grandpa are not staring at the fish all day, too. Exactly. Uh, but that's okay. This is his first job. He's taking it very seriously, and it's adorable. Mm-hmm. He's also getting paid a dollar a day. Yep. And he got a haircut. <laughs> yes, that and too. I'm super excited about that. You sent me that picture at work, and I squealed. So since last January, he has gone in for up until um, Friday where I took him for a haircut. He had had one brief little trim, and that was before school started. Maybe? I think so. so. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, and it was just even it out. So, yeah, he had some long hair going on. I helped him out. We did some search terms on his phone uh, for our boy's haircuts, Google images, and I told him, save the ones you like. And then we, so he did, and then I'm like, okay, heart the ones you like the most out of these. And he did. And I'm like, okay, give me one, two, three, and four of the ones you like. He did that. He got it, eventually got it down to three haircuts. He went in, and it was, I got into a barber chair, and he waited, and he got into the next barber chair next to me, and he started explaining what he wanted, and the barber kept looking at me. I'm like, hey, Whatever he wants, he's got to explain. So he had to explain it. He was pulling out his phone. They discussed it. His number one pick, they go, well, that doesn't really work with your style hair. Mm-hmm. So then they went to his number two pick, and he went through that, and they kept asking him, do you like it? You know, look here. And then, like, of course, they hold up the mirror, and he's like, okay, good. It's like, no, no, you need to look. And so the barber was really good about it. He's like, look, if I turn the mirror like this, you can see the front. And if you look, you can see the mirror behind, in the mirror, you can see the mirror behind you. So you can see the back of your head and was working with them. And, um, and like, we've been going to this barber shop since we, we moved, moved to town. So they're used to kid number two and his yeah. quirks. Yep. And so they were really cool with them. They, they actually were really happy to see him because they've only seen him once in the last year. Yeah. And they always, like, I go in there and they always ask about him. And kid number three goes in there and they always ask about, hey, how's kid number two going? And they they know, I mean, hell, they ask about the girls because we've been in there with the, the girls before. They give how, them lollipops. Yes. The, every time we go in, they give them, like, dum-dums. <laughs> uh, and they ask, how are the girls doing? They ask about hockey. How's kid number And they know kid number one is a goalie. And they ask how it's going for her. And, yeah. So they were very excited to see uh kid number one in there and yeah nice it was fun good but he's back to like one I'm like oh my god it's kind of saddening because he picked out a haircut and uh wow he looks more like himself again yes he also looks older yes because it's not the old haircut he used to have when he he'd always get uh he just looks more grown up now he's so cute he does look cute though so cute it's a good thing he doesn't listen to us. He'd be so mad if we called him he cute. He would be mad. Not as mad as kid number three gets when somebody calls him cute, though. That's just because he's little. Hmm. All right. Should we get into our main feature for the night, though? Yes. Yes. All right. Cheers one more time so I can play the little segue music, <laughs> and we'll get into it. Tonight's episode is spring into action because spring is upon us almost maybe it's March. Kind of. So what we have for you are 10 tips for getting into your post winter workout routine. 
And of course, we have all sorts of episodes that are kind of related to this. I mean, we did episode 48, which was winter workout tips. We had an episode 44, which was about resolutions. We had episode 17, which is about building a performance plan if you need to build one of those. If you're hungry, we had episode uh, 22, Athlete Power Snacks, which I actually put out uh, for my uh, track and cross-country athletes. Mm -hmm. We had episode 6, which was getting ready, which was goal setting, cross-country, banana bread, all that. We had episode 16, goal setting with a side of cheesecake, low-carb cheesecake. Episode 19, which was getting in the groove and staying there once you have those programs and keeping them going. We had episode 25, which was keeping the spark alive and keeping those programs going. And episode 41, which is rebooting when it's just not quite working out or you've fallen off the rails and when to kind of like recycle that whole uh, program. Well, now here we go. Taking those winter workout tips, even if you've been working out all winter or maybe you haven't, spring is here. How you get going? This is it. 10 tips for making that happen. Jessica, get us going with number one. Number one, tune up your gear. So, is your bike ready? Is your bike off the, uh, the hoist up in the ceiling of the garage? No. <laughs> I really, it was like... 65 degrees one night when I came home this past week and I really wanted to go for a bike ride and my bike was still up in the air and I was like, hmm, that's not happening tonight, but that's okay. But it is a good time to this time of year and like we've got snow in the forecast this coming week, so it's kind of hit or miss. But this is a good time to uh, do the tune up in the garage, you know, oil the chain, grease it up, everything in working condition, check the tires. You might even want to take it into your local bike shop and do your annual tune-up there. Mm-hmm. If you're great at uh, bicycle maintenance and repair, do it yourself. If not, pay your local professional to take a look at it. And that's not just your bike. The rest of your gear is your rest of your gear out of storage, ready to go for the spring. Are your licenses up to date? You know, for some places you go, you have to have licenses to get into your county state parks. Like for us, we when we renew our license plates, we get the uh, the little access part of our decal on the back of our plate so we can get in the state parks for free. Mm-hmm. But also other places, if you're going kayak, like in Michigan, kayaks don't need a special boat license, but other states they do. Mm. That was annoying when we did a race in Indiana and like, like you need a special boat license for your kayak. Like, dude, it is six in the morning. <laughs> don't spring this crap on me. <laughs> funny now they're talking about like where to put the decal on the boat i'm like just whatever mm-hmm. um where is that damn armband every single time we get ready <laughs> to go on a bike ride or run or whatever especially in the spring yeah we are constantly running around the house going through every single cabinet or every storage bin screaming where is the damn armband the i one, need it the one that fits our current phone yeah i don't even i guess they fit this, we just got. I mean, cars. my my bike. I have a little pouch that sits on the uh, so crossbar, mm-hmm. where my phone fits in that. But for the runs, yeah, it's annoying. And yep. while I don't really listen to music anymore when I go run, I just enjoy the quiet hmm. and the serenity. Um, I still carry my phone for safety and security. If I fall or twist an ankle or something, I can make a call. Yep. It's also a way for you to track me to like. You can look up like okay. Did he fall in a ditch? What's going on? Nope, he's still moving. Or when you decided to go paddle in Lake Michigan and you disappeared from my sight for a very 
big amount of time. <laughs> like four hours. Yeah. And I was like, when do I call the Coast Guard? Oh, he's turned around. He's finally coming back. It's going to be another yeah, two hours to come back. Cured, and I was like, good. Now I know he's not dead. I'll be sure to kill him when he gets on shore. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then like at the beachgoers had a nice laugh because the well, waves picked up just hilarious. as I was trying to come in with my 12 foot kayak after being out for four hours it and I'm fried by the sun. So funny. And I get to the beach and I try to get out with my tired little legs and all of a sudden a big wave comes and a 12 foot kayak's knocking me over. You had an impressive bruise. Yeah, I did. Mm hmm. Oh, but if we just tune up the gear, uh, the great time to check your batteries, replace batteries, you know, especially like with little bike computers, yep. a lot of those, you got to switch them out. It's basically a watch battery inside. Mm-hmm. Great time to change those. Any of your other devices that need their batteries replaced, now's the time. Also check to make sure your shoes are in good shape. If they're not, get to the store, get some new ones, get online, go to the store and try them on and then get online and get a cheaper deal. If that's out there. Clearly, we're not sponsored by any shoe stores. We are not. No. What you got for number two? Look for tune-up events slash races. It's early in the season. Look for something that's near-term to train towards. Like For us, our big races are usually in August, September, and even our big events, August, September. Find some things that are closer, May, early June, to train towards but also that are low stress, that they're inexpensive, that they're fun. Just something to put on the calendar to work towards, but if it doesn't go well, it's not, you know... It doesn't blow your whole season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just something to go, and it's like, okay, well, I'm, instead of going, well, I'm training for something in August, and I just, well, it doesn't really matter yet. Now it's like, I'm training for something in May, yeah. but if it doesn't go well, oh, well, you know, who cares? And really, it is. It's just a, a little tiny stepping stone to get you to those big races you're looking for in big events you're looking for in August and September. Jess, I mean, do you, can you think of any locally that you're you know looking at for spring? Oh, there's the Duck Duck Run, which is I think in May usually. June. June? It's usually around okay. Father's Day, which is a great. And and I know like Father's Day is usually late June, but relatively speaking, it's still early season because mm-hmm. we live in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we do. There's, I mean, there's some other ones. I mean, we've got there's some St. Patrick's Day things going on. Um, that might be a little bit too soon for everybody with the COVID stuff, but there are. I am seeing some of the annual late April and mid and early May races starting to show up on the calendar. I'm starting to contemplate some of those. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, and same with some of the early June races. It's like those are all good ones to tune up for, especially if they benefit a local charity, something small, not too expensive. You know, if it's only like 25 bucks, uh, those are great events to use to train towards to get yourself ready. Just what's number three? Dress for success. Woot. So you want to wear your layers and thermals. Oh, yeah, you do, especially this time of year, especially Mm -hmm. if you're like up like by us and it's like crazy weather. Yep. And your waterproof shoes, because, again, we live in Michigan and like it's supposed to snow this week and then it's supposed to rain. I love, 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 love my waterproof running shoes. (laughs) (laughs) They they do not sponsor us. But, um, yeah, if you can find (laughs) waterproof running shoes, they're great, especially this time of year, whether you're coaching or whether you're running, they're perfect. 
other things to consider are splash gear if you're out kayaking because that water is cold. And even if you're not out on like something big like Lake Michigan, even a local lake, you don't want that water hitting you. Now, in the summer, it feels great. Yeah. Unless it's like you're in some sort of swampy water and then it feels like stinky Ew. and nasty. But, uh, Swamp water. Yeah. <laughs> this time of year is so cold. So you want splash gear, waterproof uh, pants, jacket. Uh, I've got some of those things. That's part of also the um, number one, tune up your gear is also just find it and pull it out of storage. If you're out biking, uh, you're going to want shoe covers. You're going to want probably something for your face, especially your lips. They'll get really dried out because then you've got cold, dry air hitting your face. Uh, Hoods, face covers work well. Mm-hmm. windbreakers ear coverage whether you're running biking whatever kayaking even you want something covering your ears gloves yeah but definitely layers because as you get warmer you're going to want to peel unzip peel those layers off and then as you get colder throw it back on because you don't want to break onto a full sweat which is dripping wet and then have that cold air hit you no uh it is i mean it's a little bit of like malaria around here where it's it's 20, it's it's, it's 70, it's snowing, it's raining, it's sunny, it's everything. It's, oh my God. It's not malaria, it's just Michigan. Yeah, it's a mess. And when, this is not the only state like this. <laughs> so uh, dress for it. I, I know for coaching, it was difficult because especially in track in the spring, I wasn't moving around much. I uh, For the coach that just took over for me at the program that I had been coaching at, I sent her a thing because today on my Facebook popped up from four years ago was like happy first day of track and i'm there in my full parka (laughs) face mask snow goggles or ski goggles and there's snow all over the ground you can't even see the grass awesome yeah i'm like good luck (laughs) not only do you get to throw your shot put you get to go play find the shot put in the snow yeah it's like an easter egg hunt some of those meets where you go and you throw the discus and it doesn't hit the ground. And like they're supposed to do it um, from where it first hits the ground, and they and they bounce and they move kind of like the shot. But sometimes they hit and they roll. Mm-hmm. You do those in early springs and it goes thunk. Nice. Yeah, where it just goes sucks into the mud and it doesn't move. Or you throw the discus <laughs> and it's like sticking out of the ground like Stonehenge. It's like okay, well we know where it hit and we don't have to worry about where it hit the ground and bounced or it slid. It's like right there where it's stuck in the mud. So yeah. Stuck in the mud. Number four. Number four is pre and post workout layers. And I got into this all the time with the kids. They call them warm ups, and we issue the uniforms to the kids and their warm ups on top of their stuff for a reason. They're meant to keep those muscles warm when you're warming up and keep them from getting chilled after you're done. So you're going to want pre and post workout layers. Don't just. Try to stretch and get warmed up for your run, your walk, your bike ride with what you're going to wear while you're out there. Put on some extra layers. Peel those off. Go do your workout. And then when you're done, throw something else back on so you don't get chilled as you're hanging out. And especially if you're doing something that begins and ends at a brewery because there's a lot of breweries doing events going on and a lot of bike rides to start up breweries all over the place. I've been Mm -hmm. following some from Minnesota that... They look like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know some locally that we enjoy. They haven't started up yet for this season. But same with runs, too. 
If you're hanging out afterwards with friends and whatnot, throw on a sweatshirt, throw on some warm-ups afterwards so you don't get chilled and uh, ultimately end up pulling a muscle because, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's not much else to say about that, is there? Nope, you're there's look, not. You're looking tired. I'm exhausted. I'm amazed I have a voice at this point after screaming <laughs> screaming in a mask <clears throat> at kids. That sounds bad, but that's pretty much what I, how I spent my day. Yep. Jessica, what is number five? Be patient with the weather. Really? Yeah. So, you know, it's spring, so we're going to have hot, cold, wind, calm, snow, sun, rain, everything. Snow with lightning behind it. Yes. It'll be fun. We had a snowstorm last April. We're going to have a snowstorm on Monday. Well, it's only March, though. Uh-oh. But we had Good one point. last April. Now, yeah. I mean, not only were we like quarantined because of COVID, we had a snowstorm in April. Yep. Um, don't get frustrated, though, by the weather. Just do your best to stay consistent and deal with the weather as it comes up by, again, dressing for success. It's really easy to, layers. yeah, it's real easy to say, F- this and stay inside. Try to stick with your workout. If it's really nasty, get on your treadmill, run in place, go up and down the stairs in your house, whatever. I mean, try to push yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. Because it's really easy just to slip into, wow, it's 4th of July and I'm not working out yet. (laughs) You got to get out there and start moving. Mm -hmm. Number six. What you got? Check the terrain. Okay. Uh, And this is really important. Are you going running? And this is probably the most of our audience is going running uh, based on things I've seen on Red Arrow Challenge. But if it's it's a muddy trail, it's wet grass, um, that can result in slips, falls, twisted ankles, all sorts of stuff. Be sure to wear the correct type of shoes for the conditions. And that is, I know I don't want to wear my road running shoes, which have relatively little tread when I'm going off road, especially with wet, muddy conditions. The other thing is if it's really muddy, you might want to skip that trail and maybe just run on the treadmill instead. And even though the treadmill is incredibly boring because you're going nowhere, (laughs) you know, there's only so many TV shows you can watch, but it's better than twisting an ankle or getting it just sucked into that spring mud. (laughs) You And if you are heading out on trails and wet grass, you want to wear trail running shoes, the ones with the bigger, deeper, grippier tread. Mm-hmm. Then your road running shoes, cross training shoes, indoor running shoes. In terms of uh, if you're a, a, a bike rider, an off road mountain biker, trail biker, fat tire biker, uh, look behind you. If you're leaving tracks and ruts, it is too muddy to be out on that trail. You're going to tear up that trail, which is going to result in erosion. Or you, you know, ultimately, it's going to be extra grooming to repair that trail or get it back into shape. So if you're leaving big ruts and and um, tracks in the dirt behind you, too muddy, go find something else to do. Yep. Take it home, throw the bike on a trainer right there, or just go for a run. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, respect the trail, respect the people who take care of it, and ultimately respect yourself because. It's no fun if you're hurt. Mm-hmm. You only get one body. That is true. Better take care of it. Jess, speaking of one body and taking care of it, what's number seven? Number seven is ease into it. Gradually build up your workouts and the, the amount of time you're spending engaging in them. 
Even if you've been training all winter, it's a whole different ballgame once you actually get outside and start doing those things off of the trainers or off of the treadmill. That is or true. Or the rowing machine. Or that, you know, just even running, even if you've, I don't know, if you have access to an indoor track, if you're in a state where the gyms have been open, you can run on one of those indoor tracks. Mm-hmm. They're small. Getting out there with that cold air hitting your lungs. Yep. Uh, ease into it. I mean, you got the chance to really open it up and take off, but wow, it just feels different. So ease into it because you don't want to spend your first half of your summer injured and having to dial it back. So it's easier to start slow and gradually step it up than to hit it too hard and have to dial it back because you've got shin splints or some other sports-related injury. Just take it easy. I mean, it's a long journey journey through the year. Take your time. If you try to sprint through it, you're going to get hurt, and then it's going to suck. Indeed. Number eight. (laughs) Find a buddy. Yay, buddies. Misery loves company. Yes. (laughs) It's better to have somebody to bitch about the exercise with instead of just doing it inside your own head. So get a buddy. Get a buddy. It's a lot more fun. I did enjoy uh, last year when we were uh, quarantined and you and I would go for bike rides and it was nice. It was nice. It is boring out there by yourself. I mean, there's some serenity and just nice out biking by yourselves, but there's times where we went and discovered new stuff and it was fun being out there with you or it's like, we've been out biking for a while. There's a brewery. Would you like to get a beer? Yep. 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 Whereas if you're by yourself, it's like, I could really go for a beer right now. There's a brewery right there across the street. Yeah, that's just kind of lame to be out there Don't drinking by yourself. Don't want to be drinking alone. Drinking by your alone in tight pants. In tight pants. With butt pads. There you go, where you feel like you're wearing a diaper. Yep. Yeah. That is the problem with the tight pants and the bike shorts, is you feel like you're wearing a diaper when you walk around. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Number nine. What is number nine, Jessica? Number nine is fuel your body right. Food. 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 Yummy, yummy. Look, if you're going to be upping your activity level, you've got to associate that with also upping your uh, calorie intake. Mm -hmm. Even if you're trying to lose weight, you've got to fuel that body. You can't just starve yourself and then all of a sudden be doing all this activity. And. With the correct kind of fuel. Yeah, you can't just put chocolate in it. Sorry, guys. Or chips. It's a bummer. Um. No, you have to eat the healthy things, the green leafy things. They're important. Lots of protein. Build those muscles. What do you have for our last one? Number 10. Oh, my God. We're like flying through this. Number 10 is get moving. Just do it. Get up and go. Sorry, Nike, if we're stepping on your stuff. But (laughs) um, just get out there. It's not every day is going to be amazing. It is spring. And God, spring in Michigan is awful sometimes. Get your butt out there. It might not be the ideal temperature. It might not be perfectly dry. Yeah, that grass might be a little wet. Who cares? Get up and go. We get all, plenty of those spring days where it's that mist. It's not raining, but it's not not raining. It's that misty crap. Get yeah, out like there and go. Fog. Who cares? You're going to get sweaty anyway, so you might as well get out there and get going. <laughs> um, Don't wait for the perfect day because there's only like two of those. Yes go just get up and go have your right your correct gear prepped ready to go laying out have your bike or a kayak whatever all your equipment your shoes 
in prime condition, ready to go. Does that mean you need new laces for your shoes? Whatever. Have everything ready to go, and then get your butt out the door and go and de- deal with that Do spring weather. Yes. Be active. Move your body. Be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that uh, seltzer going? <clears throat> Almost gone. Awesome. Mm. Well, that's all I got for our list. Okie dokie. Pretty sure list. We're just springing right into it. We're launching into it. There's so many physics analogies Spring. we can do this. Springing. Boing. Yeah. Where's Tigger? He's out making stuff happen because it's. When does spring actually officially begin? Spring begins next Saturday. Oh, well, and we're pretty I think close that to that's bull. <laughs> uh, yeah, because this is Michigan. Because, like, exactly. there's some times in June where it doesn't feel like spring, and there's times in. January where it feels like spring. <laughs> this is a weird place. It is a weird place. Keep in mind that, um, again, we have snow in the forecast for this week. I know. On Monday. Great. Right yep. when this one posts. Well, snow or no snow, get outside and make it happen. Boing. Boing. Well, boing. Before we go, mm-hmm. we need to talk about the Red Out Challenge. Let's do that. The Red Arrow Challenge is our weekly multi-sport challenge, uh, which really encompasses much more than anything else. Whether you want to compete in one of the categories or the composite score for all of them, also known as points, by age group, have at it. It's virtual. It's free. Go to our Linktree account. That's our link right off our Instagram. Our handle is RedRowHW. Get a username, put in your totals each week, and for the champions in each age group and each category, we give them a shout-out on our podcast every week. And for the most recent week, Jessica. Swimming. Nobody. Running. Nine and under, easy E. Ten to 19, lucky dude. 20 to 29, Sid with two Ds. 30 to 39, Alberto. 40 to 49, Mob Bob. All I got to say is Mob Bob. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. What do you have in for me? That is really a tongue twister to do this after a few drinks. <laughs> 50 to 59, G. Smith. 60 and 69, nobody, nobody older than that. And for our featured members, me. Walking. 9 and under, easy E. 10 to 19, lucky dude. 20 to 29, Smytha. 30 to 39, Moose Man. 40 to 49, Coffee Dude. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill. Nobody older than that. And for our featured members, which are you and me, me. Biking on road. Not a whole lot of this. And even though this does include bike trainers and stationary bikes and pelotons and all that crap, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, <laughs> 40 to 49, Coach T, and nobody older than that. And our featured members, me. Biking off-road. Okay, these are the people who are actually outdoors off-road, even in the winter. So I'm guessing fat tire bikes or mm. someplace without snow, but whatever. 30 to 39, Dirt Devil, and nobody older or younger than that is crazy enough to go out this time of year. Sit down paddling. Whole lot of nobody. <laughs> Stand up paddling. 30 to 39, me west. 40 to 49, nobody. I'm shocked. Yeah. 50 to 59, Mary Mary. 60 to 69, Sunny D. And our feature members. Yeah, we aren't out paddling. It's cold out. Cross country skiing. 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, nobody. 
40 to 49, El Tiburon, 95, 50 to 59, Big Juan, 64, and nobody older than that. Skating. 20 to 29, Sid with two Ds again. 30 to 39, Me West, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Teddy, 68, nobody older than that. And for our featured members, moi. Hockey. 9 and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Soleil, 28 to 29, Lexi with two Xs. 30 to 39, Wildcat with a K. 40 to 49, Great Juan. 50 to 59, Herb. Nobody older than that. And for our featured members, me. Points. Are you getting paranoid about points now with Coach Dan picking right, on I you? I meant to do it like this. Points. <laughs> oh, my God. No, just kidding. Do it that really again. Is. Nope. Points. No, do a different version of points just because it's funny. No. He keeps teasing you about how you say points. He says it sounds like Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> Come on. Give me a different voice. Come on. Come on. You can do it. No. You're Points. turning bright red. <laughs> All right. Nine and under. Easy E was on top. 10 to 19. Lucky dude. 20 to 29. Sid. 30 to 39. Me West. 40 to 49. Mob Bob. 50 to 59. G Smith. 60 to 69. Sunny D. And for our featured members... It was me. I'm shocked. I know you are. I'm actually not shocked at all. I know you aren't. (laughs) Oh. Did you finish your drink? I did. I have not. That's because you talk more than I do. I do. But I've also, this is not my first one tonight. You had a rough go of it after yesterday. Yesterday. Let's not talk about yesterday. Let's talk about yesterday. Dinner was awesome. I made a low. fantastic. Low carb shrimp etouffee. The roux, the low carb roux turned out great because I used a uh, carb quick instead of flour. Mm-hmm. And it had that great, I got the perfect color on it. I was afraid it was going to turn out. Um, the etouffee was a little bit looser than I would want it. It was closer to a gumbo, but was great over the cauliflower rice. Mm-hmm. We had shrimp. I threw in some, gum, or some okra, bell peppers, celery, garlic, seasonings of all kinds in there. I was. I was happy with it. I was happy with it, too. And we served it with low-carb uh, Hurricanes, which we've done the recipe on this podcast before. Yep. And the podcast, the uh, Hurricanes apparently were too good for you. They were too good. And then I had a stupid glass of whiskey. <laughs> to later. cap it off. And I think that... That did you in? I think I should not misc... Misc. I think I should not mix different types of alcohol anymore. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, I mean, the hurricane alone had different well, had different types of rum. Yeah, I don't. I think, mean, I had through like two different types of rum in there. I don't think rum and whiskey go so good. I think together. your girlfriends who listen to this will get a kick out of it because one of the rums I used was Sailor Jerry. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is all making sense now. <laughs> I did not know that you put that in that drink. That was one of the rum. Holy, isn't sh- sh- it? Yeah, there was some Sailor Jerry in there. Never. Ever again do I want to drink that? <laughs> it has not gone well every single time. It tasted great. Didn't it was it? a fantastic hurricane. Never again. It left you feeling like a hurricane just came through, like completely wrecked. And yet, wh- how did you feel afterwards? I will rebuild, <laughs> even though I got devastated, <laughs> just like everyone else who has a hurricane come through and destroy them. That's hilarious. Think about the film crew that comes through in the newscast. You're 
tornado wiped out your trailer for the like seventh time. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna rebuild. Jessica, hurricanes just completely messed you up. What are you gonna do? Drink whiskey. Drink again. <laughs> but you, uh, you and the moms. It was the first time our kids went and played in the Mike Cup, and I think we talked about this on the podcast too. I had the kids. I took them to the Mike Cup. The older two were playing. The younger two were just little. You went with the moms, and you had a mom weekend out in Wisconsin at a rental property that one of the moms owns, and uh, you decided to ten bar and mix drinks with Sailor Jerry, Navy proof rum, and everybody got f***ed up. And sick as a dog. Everybody was sick. And they took away your bartending privileges for life. Yeah, with that they group did. Of, group we, of ladies. We talk about it and giggle. And then we all agree, Jessica's never to 10 bar again. And so those who listen to this will give, love the <laughs> knowing that you were drinking Sailor Jerry laced. Uh, and so Sailor Jerry is not a sponsor of this podcast. But, nope. Uh, cocktails mixed with Sailor Jerry and got... That explains <laughs> so hungover today. <laughs> well, sometimes life is like that. That's totally a shit happens kind of moment. Yeah. 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 I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of the story. It's the end of the podcast. <laughs> All right. This was another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. We drop episodes every week, usually on Monday. <laughs> Tune in, listen to all the past episodes. Uh, they don't all involve ep- chats about Jess drinking Sailor Jerry and getting all messed up. Maybe they should. Maybe they should. Except for that whole <laughs> just getting messed up part. Oh, until okay. next week. It's been fun. Loads of fun. Bye. Bye.